All right, so Ty West. Ty West, um, funny enough, is one of those names that when you hear his name, you automatically think the horror genre. I was never really one of those people that knew who Ty West was. I wasn't familiar with Ty West until I saw that original, you know, that first VHS film, which I still think is decent. Uh, I think he's affiliated with the entire series, if I'm not mistaken. I just recently did um, commentary for VHS 94, if y'all want to check that out. But I swear to y'all, I really think Ty West did a cameo in one of those segments somewhere. It looked like him, but he looked like he maybe put like on a couple pounds. I'm not sure. But I know for sure Ty West was definitely the character of, uh, I think his name was Tariq in Your Next. He's the guy that, you know, it's the sister's boyfriend. And he's actually one of the first ones to get killed as far as everybody at the dinner table. You know, everybody that's assembled at that table because he's the one that's looking out the window and then he gets an arrow shot straight through the eye or straight through the forehead, rather. But Ty West, man, um, he has brought us a new film coming out this year called X. And honestly, when I first heard that there was a movie X that was dropping this year, I'm like, are we re-releasing Malcolm X? Are we rebooting this shit? Like, is it a documentary? I don't know what it is. Is it a porno? I'm not sure. But Ty West here, let me let me be absolutely sure. Look up his filmography here. The Wicked, The Roost, uh, House of the Devil. Oh, shit. He did Cabin Fever 2, Spring Fever. I actually like that sequel, man. I like that sequel a lot. Um, I, I actually have to get to the very end of it. I feel like I've seen all of that movie except probably like the last 10 minutes or so. Cabin Fever 2 is definitely one of those underrated sequels where they just went, oh my God, they went even nastier, if you can imagine, than the original Eli Roth movie did. Um, Ty West actually also did a film called The Innkeepers. He was one of the directors of VHS here, the ABCs of Death um yeah he's he's uh he's done really well for himself man uh he's he's like i said he's affiliated with other hard directors um i don't really want to say independent film directors I, I would like to give these guys more credit than that but him joe swanberg and adam wingard they're all affiliated with each other but nonetheless people we have this movie called x which is um written directed and edited by ty west now i'm looking at this cast here i'm actually going into this blind i have not seen this trailer i have not watched any clips um, people have kind of been reacting to it. It's been online. It's been on Instagram, but I've been scrolling right past it because the only thing that I heard about it in one of the descriptions on the Facebook site was that it kind of reminded people, it, it remind what they say, it reminds us of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I was like, that's all I need to know. If you, if you're going to make that comparison, cool, I'm all for it. And the shot that they showed in the thumbnail was actually everybody in a van. And you've got that shot, like almost through the windshield or, or on the dashboard type of thing where you could see the driver, you could see the passenger and all everybody else that's in the back of the van. It was very Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974. And, um, you know, if you want to make the remake comparison, there was a shot like that in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003. But here we've got uh, Mia Goth. I'm not sure what she was in. We've got Kid Cudi, man. I've only, honestly, the only acting I think I've ever seen Kid Cudi do was in Need for Speed. And he was the guy, Maverick, I think his name was, or I forgot his real name, but he was like, yeah, call me Maverick. And he's just fucking, he could just pull helicopters out of his ass, apparently. I don't know where he got him from, but that was Kid Cudi's role. I actually like Kid Cudi as an artist. Love that guy as an individual. He's one of the most interesting, authentic, Camille, you scared the hell out of me, people. I am uh I'm actually recording and I've got my daughter with me and she literally go figure scared the hell out of me while I was recording this. Yes, you can take your socks off, baby. Please knock next time, man. Ah! Yes. Yes. Daddy, yes, when I'm done recording, you can. This is this is uh this is what I deal with people. Would you like to say hello to my listeners? Hello. Okay. Now I need you to I need you to scram real quick so I can finish recording, all right? All right. Love you.
Oh, people, the joys of <laughs> fatherhood, man. I'm actually going to keep this episode so intact, man. I just, you know, I actually, I, this is the crazy thing about that. My daughter rushing in the room and scaring the shit out of me, wanting to know if she could, you know, take her socks off. Um, She actually just got done virtual class, which is a pain in the ass, man. They need to get these kids back in school. I know it's shit going on, but um, crazy thing is, normally, if this movie wasn't so uh, you know, depicted as being so crazy. I would let my daughter do the trailer reaction with me, but I think the day will soon come. I feel like her attention span is where it needs to be at as six years old, where I can do like a commentary for maybe like Space Jam or Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or something like that. Like we were watching a whole bunch of 90s, um, you know, 90s and, you know, early 2000s, old school kids and family movies and stuff like that. I like to put her on like the stuff I grew up with, like we watch Baby's Kids and all, you know, uh, Gremlins and all types of shit like that. But this one here, she can't do it. That's why I told her to scram. But it's all out of love. Now, um, like I said, Kid Cudi's in here. Uh, who else is in here? Jenny Ortega, who is in Scream 2022, which will be released tomorrow. I cannot wait. I'm not going to see it tomorrow. Probably won't see it until next week. So I got to steer clear of all the spoilers and shit. But I cannot wait to see that movie and can't wait to see her in it. And Britney Snow is in this movie. And Britney Snow, I like Britney Snow. Now, let me just say this. I like her as an actress. I think she's a fine young actress, man. She she's she's pretty talented. And um I I think that she deserved better than that prom night remake that we got. Uh if you guys don't believe me, you guys can check out my shit show edition commentary for the prom night remake. No diss to Britney Snow or uh that director it was the same director as the stepfather, but um it just wasn't good in comparison when you compare it to the 1980 or 81 you know original slasher with jamie lee curtis it, it's it's it doesn't even hold a fucking candle to it it couldn't even put the socks on let alone tie the shoes of that original prom night and the irony of that all is that my daughter needed to take her socks off just now but um see i make it come full circle on the tutor reviews podcast people i feel like my daughter was sent in this room for a reason but um neither here nor there people let me look at the premise here uh, for this movie before I go into it. Because like I said, I'm very blind going into this. At a scheduled, scheduled, a secluded farmhouse in Texas. All right, man. Like, are we really, is this like a, a loose reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Because we're really reaching here. At a secluded farmhouse in Texas, a film crew arrives to shoot an adult film. Their hosts, a reclusive elderly couple, take a special, special interest in their young guests. As night falls, the couple's leering interest turns violent. Oh, dear. Um, sounds a little bit Texas Chainsaw Massacre, sounds a little bit Children of the Corn Genesis, which was ass. You guys can check that out if y'all want. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it, but Billy Drago and his wife live in this farmhouse and they've kind of taken an interest to this couple. Um, it has nothing to do with the Children of the Corn series, but it sounds a little similar. And this also sounds a bit, um, God damn it, I can't remember the name of the movie I was about to make the comparison to. Oh, House of a Thousand Corpses a little bit. So I, I don't know what we're going to get here, people. I don't really have any expectations. Um, Ty West is not one of those directors where it's like, oh, shit, Ty West has got a new movie. Let me go check it out. But it's like, you know, I'm I'm curious as to what this will bring just as a horror movie overall. Um, I, I would like for this to be good and for this to look good. I don't know how crazy they're going to get, but this is an A24 movie. And uh, a lot of A24 movies, in my experience, are just fucking crazy. If I'm not mistaken, uh, is, is Midsommar and Hereditary an A24 movie? I feel like Ari Aster makes a lot of those types of films. But if so, then we can surely know that we are getting into some shit here, people. But we're seven, almost eight minutes into this opening. So um, 
Let's see here, people. Shout out to KinoCheck.com for uploading this yesterday. And uh, this trailer is 2 minutes and 25 seconds long, people. So without further ado, let's jump into the trailer reaction for X. I will hit the play button in 3, 2, 1. Farmer's daughter, take one. I need to be famous, Wayne. All the best people are. There ain't nobody else out there like you. You know why? Kid Cudi looking like an extra from... Judas and the Black Messiah. Yep, that is definitely a Texas Chainsaw Massacre shot. First of all, oh, that's the song they were playing. Um, when the girl gets killed in Rob Zombie's Halloween too. When she, when uh, what the fuck is up with your head, bro? That's one ugly song, bitch. My wife Pearl is next door. This looks like it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Cinematography, setting, cast, and everything. Of who? Oh, brother, brother, you're the only black guy here. Don't do that. And is that the guy from Evil Dead? If daddy catches us. Don't you gonna risk it all? She liked that dark meat, man. Don't fall for it. He gonna be the first one to die. Kid Cudi got his shirt off. Trying to get that pulsey. Oh my god. Oh my god. That nasty old woman was feeling her up. Lady, right. what? Who are you, Deborah Logan? No. No shit. Oh fuck. Ew! Oh my god. They're like a thousand years old having sex, and she's under the bed. What do you think is on it? What isn't on it is the question. Let's see what goddamn fucked up horror picture. What the hell is this? Um, yeah, uh, all right, all right, a uh, <laughs> couple things are for sure here, um, this is gonna be a fucked up movie, it's gonna be, it's gonna, I feel like it's gonna give off vibes of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, maybe some Last House on the Left type of shit, I feel like this is gonna be like a modern, of course it's a period piece, but it's gonna be like a modern, um, not snuff film per se, um, it's going to be very exploitative. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I made the comparison of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Last House on the Left. The Hills Have Eyes. Those gritty, grainy, grindhouse type of films from back in the day. This feels like they're trying to recreate that. I'm cool with that. Because I feel like that was one of the re one of the things that House of a Thousand Corpses tried to do. And that's a movie I need to go back on and watch. Because I feel like I didn't really appreciate it. I'm more of a... Um, from what I've seen, I've more of, I'm more of a Devil's Rejects type of guy. I still need to see Three from Hell, but... Um, yeah, this is going to be a fucked up movie. It's going to be exploitative. It's going to be a nod to all those old school type of grindhouse horror movies that were just very explicit back in the day. Um, I feel like it's going to be no holds barred. And one of the things that is damn sure going to happen, Kid Cudi's going to die. He's going to get that pussy and then he's going to die. 
Um, cause you see how he's looking at the girl. She's like, would you like to come inside? And I'm pretty sure that's a double entendre she's talking about because she wants him to come inside and then she wants him to come inside. You know, she wants him to finish inside. We know, you know, hopefully she got some nice contraceptive in there. I doubt it because they don't look like they sanitary or careful at fucking all. Um, but I, you know, this is something I actually would watch. I would go into this and do a first time watch commentary. Absolutely, man. Um, cause while I said Ty West is not one of those directors that I'm just rushing to the theater or rushing to, uh, you know, VOD to watch his films. I do respect the guy and the love that he has for the horror genre, along with those other people's names I mentioned, you know, um, uh, Joe Swanberg, Adam Wingard, those types of people. Um, even though I don't, I, I may not be crazy about all their films. Um, I do absolutely respect those guys for um, being a part of the horror resurgence in the last couple of years or so. Maybe I'm, I, do I want to say in the last decade? I want to say a, a, a little bit shy of the last decade, but they're definitely a part of that, man. And if these guys are keeping, you know, people like Ty West are keeping the horror genre alive with these types of films, I'm cool with it. Um, I, I, I just, this trailer, I went into it blind, but I know the movie is going to be even crazier. And there's that scene at the end. It kind of reminded me of the Leatherface prequel. Um, not the Texas Chainsaw Massacre to begin in, in 2006, but the Leatherface prequel, the actual prequel uh, where that kid Jackson turns into Leatherface. That was bullshit. But there's a scene where two of the you know escapees from the mental institution are fucking on top of this icky, icky ass corpse. And it's real disgusting, man. It's trifling. But the old people in this movie, they're getting it in. And then the camera pans down and you see that poor girl under the bed just forced to listen to all the cricks and cracks that are ancient ass bones. Oh, my God. Like, how did like, I'm sorry. Does her the JJ even like does the plumbing even still work at that age? Because she looks like Deborah Logan. She looks like Deborah Logan or um, or um, I don't know. Maybe maybe she looks like Gladys Foster from the movie Legion, the bitch that was like crawling on the ceiling when she had those crazy ass teeth and those black eyes. I don't know. But these people are fucked up in this house. And I feel really bad. I, I don't see any of these characters making it out because, um, you know, while people love Kid Cudi and while people love Britney Snow and Jenny Ortega, not to disrespect, uh, you know, or not to take away anything from the other actors and actresses. I don't recognize them, but the actors and actresses I just named, everybody loves them. But I don't think they're top billing enough for them to survive this film. Like, I don't see any of them making it out alive. Kid Cudi for sure is going to die because he's chasing after that ass. Britney Snow, I can see her getting mutilated in this movie just for the people that hated Prom Night, such as myself. Jenny Ortega, I don't know. Uh, maybe she lives or dies in, in the Scream movie that drops tomorrow. I have no idea. But um, I... I'm interested. I'm definitely interested, man, because uh, it seems like this is just going to pull no punches and they're just going to go hard as fuck in this movie. So let's watch the trailer one more again, especially before my daughter runs in the room. Wait, is that? uh? Yo, she looks mad familiar. The one that said farmer's daughter. Take one. You know what? Because you got that X factor. Oh, my God. Did he just say the? I know he said X factor, but it's like, come on, man. Who is the other actress in this film? Yes, That's what I'm trying to find out. That's one ugly son bitch. <laughs> Kid Cudi seems like he's really into this role, man. I can't wait to see him. Um, you know, even though he's probably gonna die, I can't wait to see his acting in this movie. Uh, absolutely not. Come inside. 
Much obliged, dumbass. You don't have to take the bait every time, man. Damn. That's how motherfuckers get caught up. See what I'm saying? They creeping in the woods and... Now, what I was trying to say was that the song that's playing, fuck the way, yo, the way she just. Oh no, that's the same. That's Britney Snow. Like, is she like half possessed in this movie or something? Because it looks like she's playing two different roles. Unless I'm completely wrong. Now, whatever she's screaming at has got to be serious because they showed her like three different shots. Doing that same scream. Are you alright? No. Oh, at least she's honest. Yeah, that's Britney Snow. God, that's disgusting. I'm sorry, man. Like, I can only hope to be able to get my shit up when I'm that old, but god damn, that's nasty. I see one goddamn fucked up horror bitch. Ugh. And you know that dude is dead. The one that I I don't think that's the guy from Evil Dead. Um, he, I, it looks like the guy from Evil Dead with the glasses who read from the book, and he was just getting completely fucked up for the entire movie until he actually finally turned. Um, that's not him, but you know he dies, and you can see that old woman dancing in front of the car, and it looks like she's dancing literally in red lighting, but obviously she kills him you know you see the shot of the blood splatter obviously the blood splatters on both the headlights are one of the headlights and that is like illuminating all that red light onto her this is going to be a sick movie and i'm gonna be completely honest with y'all i am here for it man i am so here for it because i this is the thing about me um i've been watching and not just horror movies but movies in general i've been watching a lot of movies and as of recently like as far as catching up and I'm one of those people where I know why I go to the movies. I know why I watch movies at home, so on and so forth, to escape everything that's going on around me. I don't go into certain movies looking for great acting and spectacular writing. And I say this all the time. I don't go into all these movies looking for Oscar worthy shit. I know how to turn my brain off. OK, this is an exploitative grindhouse, nasty, nasty, gritty, violent type of film. I'm cool with that. Now, with that being said, I'm not going into this looking for the most amazing performances and the most amazing writing. Um, direction wise, sure. Um, getting me to get grossed out and cringe and all that shit, absolutely. Um, maybe a shocking ending. Maybe one of the most memorable scenes I've seen in a exploitative horror movie, sure. But I know what I'm going into these movies for, man. Like I feel like a lot of people. We go into certain movies looking for the wrong things, and then that's the reason why we come out so disappointed, and then people want to start bitching, and then they want to talk about Rotten Tomatoes scores and all this shit. We have to remember what we going into certain movies for at the end of the day, man. And this is one of those movies where it's like, don't go into this looking for something. You know, I, when people go back and watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, whether you've seen it before or whether you're watching it for the first time, and I'm, I'm making that comparison because this feels like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like I said. But when you go back and watch that movie, whether for the first time or, you know, for another viewing, you know what it is. Like, you can look at the trailer like, OK, the plot is very simplistic here. Um, details surrounding that are very minimal. Um, all you get is these characters, what they're doing, where they're going or where they're trying to go. 
and you get them placed into a fucked up situation. Are they going to make it out or are they not? Everything in between and everything else uh, after that is a bonus. So I know exactly what I'm going into this movie for. Now, if I like I said, if I get more bonuses along the way, sure, that's that is much appreciated. It'll help for a higher rating. But, um, you know, I'm rambling on here, people. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I want to see this. I, I hope this is a movie that leaves such a strong impact on me that I can start to place Ty West a little further up as far as horror, you know, horror genre directors go. Um, because I do me personally, I gotta, I gotta admit to y'all, man, I do want to branch away from, you know, I'm old school, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my thirties. So I am very much, you know, my ranking as far as hard directors go is very much George A. Romero, John Carpenter, Wes Craven. Um, I would maybe put Toby Hooper a fifth, but I feel like I'd be missing somebody, but y'all get, y'all get my drift pretty much. But you know, the second wave of that is very much James Wan and you know Jordan Peele and stuff like that the the ones that came later on to help the resurgence of horror but I do want to give credit to the Ty Wests and the Joe Swanbergs and the you know uh oh god what was the other director I mentioned I can't even remember his name but um you know the Adam Greens and the Joe Lynch's uh I, I want to be able to to have them in my new top five like my official top five so I be I want to be able to give the credit where the credit is due so I'm hoping that this movie is actually um actually really effective, really decent, really shocking, because I would imagine that's what a 24 horror movie called X is setting out to do. But, um, yeah, people, that's pretty much it, man. Y'all already know where to go. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Podbean, and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. And last but certainly not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Um, I did something today, people. Um, I created a TikTok account, um, and I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, my homegirl, shout out to uh, my homegirl, Big Sis Sam Billions. Y'all follow her on TikTok, but... I, she stopped past yesterday and she really sold me on the idea of making something out of a TikTok page and, you know, creatively, you know, not just putting videos up just for the sake of videos. But she's like, look, you got the show. You can promote the show on there. You know, you can gain more listeners. You can gain a better following. It'll gear you up for when you start doing, you know, uh, video reviews and video reactions and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. So got to shout out Big Sis Sam Billions again. Shout out. Um, I said shout out. Uh, follow her on her TikTok page and on Instagram. But um, yeah, people, I you know, my TikTok account, I, I it's literally naked as shit like it's just my profile picture sam billions is literally my only follower the only person i'm following so far because i really didn't pay much attention to it today i just created it um but it is um you know tiktok account is still the name is still romero tudor if you guys want to follow me on there i promise y'all um i'll get the hang of it you know i'm an old ass man but i'll get the hang of it i'll i'll start you know posting videos but i feel like my videos will mainly solely really be to promote the podcast promote the episodes prior uh maybe promote the episodes after maybe have a little fun with some you know some commentary stuff i'll, I'll try to make it as interesting as i can i don't want to be the you know like the old ass man on tiktok who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing you know how people there's all these memes going around where it's like how people in their 50s and 60s take selfies on social media and then the camera's like all up their nose and shit I don't want to be that guy. So, you know, as, as, like along with these episodes and these commentaries and reviews and such, I, I'm going to try to make it as, 
you know, as energetic and goofy and spunky as I possibly can, because obviously that's what that's what you guys love. And that's what you guys have been tuning into for the last two years and some change, man. And I, you know, I appreciate you guys. So, yeah, man, it's, it's there. There's no videos on there. But if you guys want to, you know, show some love, it is what it is. I don't I don't know. Maybe I'll delete it. You know, what's that other meme on uh, Instagram where it's like felt cute, might delete it later. Maybe, maybe not. Whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. But um, yeah, people. And also, we are still shooting for the 15K, almost there, 14.7. Not bad at all. People going into 2022. I'm loving it, man. And y'all are still tuning in. And uh, y'all already know, man, the love and support y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.